Good morning, and thank you so much for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Angela. I am your host, Dr. Angela Buckchester. Today, we are talking about a decision point. That's right, we all have them. And what can you do, or what would you do? What might we do when it comes to that time in our lives when we have a life-changing event? A decision needs to be made. Well, that's also the title of the book of my guest today, Deborah Bay's Decision Point. And I'm so excited to be talking to her about her book. So I know that I talk about mental health, but I also love a great book. And today we'll be able to talk about both. Good morning, Deborah. Thank you so much for being on the show with me today. Oh, thank you, Dr. Chester, so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Now, I, yes, ma'am, I love the title of your book, Decision Point. You have to tell us how did you decide that that should be the title of your book? I had to come to a point where I had to make a decision, whether I chose to live for God or continue on the path that I was going, which was going to lead me to hell. I had a near-death experience, and I was um, coming home from a club, and I got on the freeway. It was raining really hard that night, and I got on the freeway, and I got behind one semi-truck. The roads were clear, except for the semi-truck, and it was still raining, and instantaneously, there were three others, two on either side and one behind, and I started hydroplaning and spinning out in the freeway. At that point, I screamed, Jesus, save me. And at that instant, he took me out of the car into a place that no longer exists in this town anymore. It's an old movie theater. And he took me there, and I'm trying to figure out what's happening because it's all so confusing and instantaneously and I don't know what's happening and I'm not sure if I'm dead. I don't know what's happening and Jesus is right there with me, standing on behind my right shoulder. And we're in this theater and I am confused and he can tell that. And then instantaneously Mm -hmm. this film starts going down the sides of the wall, which was my life. I saw my birth, I saw everything that happened to me up until that point, and heard everything that was going on at the same time. And at this moment, there was bubbles coming out of things that I was saying on top of everything, and it was, I want to die. And he mm-hmm. point blank asked me, do you want to live or do you want to die? And I'm still trying to figure out what's happening. And then he brought a scripture to my remembrance Even though I make my bed in hell, there you are with me. And at that point, I realized that if I said I wanted to die, that I was going to live eternity in hell. And I knew what he meant. And and then he asked me again, do you want to live or do you want to die? And I said, no, Jesus, I want to live. Save me. And at that moment, the screen at the front of the theater had been black all this time. And I saw the car accident that would have taken my life and ruined my family and cut the blessings of God short in my life, including my son, 
my career as a nurse, all the lives that I've helped since then, plus writing this book to let other people know that life is precious and there is hope. As long as there's life, there's hope. And there's no amount of trouble in this world that is permanent. It's all temporary. Death is permanent. And where you choose to spend it is up to you. And that's your decision point. Who will you choose? What choice will you make? And who will you choose? This is the whole presentation. Yeah, I so love that. So that's why I wrote it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is amazing. You know, I, I love that. Who will you choose? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I cannot imagine what was going on in your head, you know, in 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 that moment and, and just trying to, to get through that moment that that that's amazing I, I i'm so glad that you chose that you chose life that oh my goodness now oh yeah did you did you share this with with friends and family you know after it was all over and 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 all of that who was the first person that you told the story to nobody i was freaked out for so long that I told no one. Uh, My father knew about the car accident. Okay, let me finish. After I saw the car accident that would have taken my life, God put me back in my car, and there's nothing out there but me. And I'm flying off the freeway backwards. And in the process, I sheared off the oil pan and tore up the underneath side of my car while digging mud, dirt, and grass underneath the front end of my car as I was going off the freeway. So he knew of the incident, but he didn't know what actually transpired as far as me meeting Jesus and making a decision to change my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. I... I just, so it was it was twenty some years later before I told anybody. <laughs> yeah. I can I can see why it would take a minute or two <laughs> to tell to tell the other part of, of this but you know, it's so funny because people are are so um we're almost afraid or frightened to share those huge miracle moments, those those huge God moments with people because people are so skeptical of of the possibility of it being true. We're happy to watch a movie where it's science fiction. But you know, it those types of things do happen. I have had other people um as a as a therapist, uh or acting in my capacity um as an associate pastor, I've had people come in and share those stories with me and it happens more often than people realize. I'm not saying that it happens every day, you know, like how we brush our teeth, but God shows up in these really big, huge moments more often than I think people realize. And the one thing that I have found is that, and you said it, is that you called on the name of Jesus in that moment and that you just said, you know, help me. 
and and there and there he was present. I I love that. Now, so many times in the mental health world, we say that these things are attributed to uh, stress, that it is hormonal, that this is just something that our brain does to help calm us down, and we choose to have a a way to explain it away. But it, it happened to you. It was real, and you were in that moment. Do you think that there's a scientific way to explain it, or would you say that this is truly a faith moment? This is truly supernatural work of God because now that I'm a medical professional, there's no medical explanation for this except for the fact that I was hydroplaning on a wet road. That's the only science involved here that the world would understand. But as far as God goes, it goes way, way deeper than that. The experience was so real that I, it is just as vivid today as it was 26 years ago when it happened to me. 26, mm-hmm. 27. Mm-hmm. Oh, my yeah. goodness. So I, it's just I, as vivid today. I can tell you exactly mm-hmm. what my accident would have looked like. I can tell you exactly what I was wearing, down to the fact the blood was dripping off my fingernails. Mm-hmm. It was that mm-hmm. graphic. So mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. it was real. There is, and I was definitely sober after the experience. <laughs> no doubt about that. I was stone cold sober. So there was no way that you could tell me that it was anything but supernatural power of God. Absolutely. Because He saved Absolutely. my life, and He didn't have to. But yeah. I was raised in church, so I was His before. I turned my back and decided to live for Mm -hmm. the world. Mm -hmm. Party and play and, you know, the Bible says the wages of sin is death. People don't understand that they think it's a good time out there, but you have so long of a good time and then you have to pay the piper. Mm -hmm. And that's where Satan comes in. He will give you everything you want to destroy you. Mm -hmm. Think of this. Sex addicts, they end up dying of AIDS, drug addicts, overdose, um, people who fool around on their spouses. They get murdered. The wages of sin is death. There's nothing in this life worth dying for except Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, the life. No man comes to the Father except through him. He is the only path the only way, the only option you have to get to heaven. The Bible says narrow is the path and narrow is the way that leads to everlasting life. Broad is the path and broad is the way that leads to everlasting destruction. Many will find that, but few will find the other path through Jesus because no one wants to admit that they're wrong. What they don't understand is Jesus doesn't care. He loves you where you're at, where you are, and who you are. He knows you better than your mother knows you. He formed Mm -hmm. you in your mother's womb. He knew you and had a plan for your life long before you ever were created or even a thought in your parents' eye. He put your parents together to create you. 
People don't understand why they fight their parents all the time. I can't stand this one. I can't stand that one. God created you from those people because their characteristics in them were going to expand or explode in you to make you what he needs you to do. It's, it's like you're talking about mental health. People who don't understand the love of God and how he can take care of all your anxieties, your fears, everything that you need in life is in him. He is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. He said, I want that you have life and have it more abundantly. We shouldn't have to live in lack. We serve a God that owns the whole universe Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. controls it and creates it. He created gold. What makes you think he can't help you pay your rent? These are just things that, you know, have come to me over the years, you know. I thank him every day that he gave me a second chance to know him and to serve Mm -hmm. him and to love him is just sweeter and sweeter every day day of my life I want to get closer and closer and closer I can't wait for the day that he comes back and gets us but there's so many people that my heart is heavy for that don't know Jesus that are killing themselves every day because they don't have all and those are the people that I want to reach there is hope in Christ Probably and you know that is that is such a way. I hate to cut you off, Deborah. I'm so sorry. And you know what, listeners? She's absolutely true. Um, there is hope through Jesus Christ that you do not have to suffer alone. We are out of time, but you know you can always pick up a copy of Decision Point by Deborah Baze. It's B A Z E on Amazon.com, where books are sold. Simply Google her name and you will find the platform to pick up a copy. Thanks, you guys. We are out of time. As always, may you have great mental health, and may you find a good book to read. Until next time, everyone, be blessed in the Lord. Bye-bye.